Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you at that place where you realize, oh shoot, I am the common denominator in my relationships. I'm the problem. It's me. And you have that awareness and now you don't know what to do. I have great news for you. The Empower Secure Love program has helped over 500 women. And this month in October, we have some really juicy bonuses. The program is better than it's ever been. This is seriously a wonderful time for you to do the work, finally become that securely attached version of you so that you can enjoy dating, that you can feel confident and able to attract the kind of relationship that you actually deserve, someone who you could really build a lifelong partnership with and no more games, no more, no more frustration. Okay. If you're really ready for that and you know that 2024 needs to be different than 2023 and you know, Hey, I'm the one who can take ownership. I want to invite you to apply to the empowered secure love program. We have limited spots this month. This program is my whole heart and soul, my life's work. It's everything that I know that someone needs in order to become securely attached. And we've had so many success stories, just over 500 women who've really changed their lives in this program. So what are you waiting for to apply? All you have to do is go to the link in my Instagram bio and hit apply now. There's also a link in the show notes. And I want to encourage you, this application call is a relationship assessment to learn more about what are you doing in your relationships and then to answer any questions you have about the program. It's a no pressure call. It's your first step in potentially changing your life. So there's nothing to lose here by learning more about yourself and more about the program and it could possibly change your life. So I just want to encourage you, if you've been on the fence, if you've been putting it off, or maybe you're like, oh, I don't know if I have time, you deserve to do the work to change your life. You absolutely deserve it. Nothing changes until you change. So take that step today, hit the apply button, fill out the app. It takes you maybe two minutes and book a call to speak with one of our program advisors. All right, y'all, let's get into the show. Hello, hello. It is your host, Dr. Morgan. I am really excited about this episode. It is almost Halloween and I have been thinking about what are some of the scary things that we go through in dating. I know that there's things that we experience that can be painful and uncomfortable. And my goal is in this episode to talk about some things that you can do if ghosting ever happens to you. So if you experience ghosting yourself, what are some ways you can move through it? How to think about ghosting, how to reframe it, 
And then I also want to talk to you about this little dating trend. I've seen this word around on TikTok and online where we're talking about cobwebbing. What the heck is cobwebbing when it comes to relationships? And I'm going to talk to you all about that and why we need to know about it. So first off, let's just say, unfortunately, you've been ghosted. And we all know that this can feel so painful if you've ever been on the receiving end. And there's all this room in your brain for it to make up stories about what ghosting means. And you can sit there and spiral and think about, oh, if only I'd done this, if only I'd done that. You could say, oh my gosh, they must not have thought I was attractive. Or what if I had food in my teeth? Or what if they simply found someone else that they like better who they're going out with now instead? Your brain can come up with so many different stories as to why you've been ghosted. And I want to help you avoid some of that pain and have kind of a go-to strategy of what you can do if you've experienced ghosting. And I think this has become more and more common in our culture. I talked about this on the last episode of people being conflict avoidant, not having the communication skills, or simply feeling like, oh, I have so many options, right? So it's really important that we prepare with how to navigate this in case it does come up so that we're just not caught off guard. And then I also just want you to realize that ghosting's you know, not specific to you, that you are not alone, that so many people have experienced it. Okay. And to clarify the guide that I'm going to give you today is in the context of somebody that you were just getting to know early stages of dating, and then they end up ghosting you. I think it's a whole other nuanced conversation if you've been in a long-term relationship and then you're ghosted like a year in or six months in or even three months in. And if you're ghosted at that time, that's just a whole different guide. This is specifically early stages of dating and you're getting ghosted. Um, cause I even think about too, in long-term relationships, sometimes it's that we've been emotionally ghosted. You're with somebody for years and then they completely withdraw and you can't have a conversation with them and you just get completely disconnected. That's its own form of ghosting of somebody just deciding to not emotionally show up in the relationship anymore. Um, so that's a whole different conversation. And this guide is going to be helpful to you. It's just three steps. I'm going to walk you through it. So step number one, what to do if you've been ghosted. Step number one is to breathe and notice your feelings. That can be so hard for a lot of us, but breathe and notice the feelings that are coming up. And then I want you to offer yourself validation for what you're feeling. And I, I want you to practice being like overly compassionate to yourself. So think of like the kindest, sweetest, most loving person, you know, how would they be responding to you right in this moment? 
And then I want you asking the question of what's the story that I'm telling myself about this ghosting? So this first part is, okay, I'm breathing. I'm self-soothing. I'm offering myself compassion. I'm not invalidating. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, this happens. You should get over it. Nope. I'm overly compassionate. I'm validating what's happening. And then I'm after that, I'm getting curious and I'm saying, what's the story that I'm telling myself about the ghosting? It'd be really helpful if you wrote that out. Notice what we're going to do. We're using this experience as a way to heal, as a way to learn more about ourselves. If we can get curious about what our reactions are and what's coming up, that's actually a great tool for us to grow through this experience. Okay. So we're getting curious about what the narrative is. And then step number two, this is where I would want you to rewrite the narrative of what's happened. And maybe the, un- for example, the unhelpful story you were telling yourself is, well, I must not be attractive enough for this person to like me. There's something wrong with me. So they didn't want to keep getting to know me. Maybe that's the story you told yourself. Okay. And we got really curious and compassionate about that. And then in step number two, we're going to say, well, what if we actually look at reality, look at what the facts are. And what if we rewrite that narrative to be based in reality? And here's the reality that this person ghosting me has nothing to do with my worthiness. It's not about me. They may be lacking the emotional capacity for a connection or they're lacking the emotional skills, communication skills to have a tough conversation. And ultimately that does not mean anything about me. And then if I'm really working on rewriting this narrative, I could even say, I am grateful that I have the data about this person, that they don't have capacity to show up in the relationship. I'm so grateful that I know that now because then that frees me up to direct my energy to someone else, someone who's ready for a relationship, somebody who's emotionally available, right? So I'm so grateful that I have this data. I can save my energy for a different connection. So that was step number two. We are looking at the reality. We're intentionally rewriting the narrative. And then in step number three, this is a really powerful, we can say some affirmations and remind ourselves about the dating process, remind ourselves to surrender. All we have control over is how we show up. We can't control how other people show up in the dating process. And then I love this affirmation. A lot of you have heard me say this. It's rejection is redirection, right? If I'm experiencing rejection, I'm simply being redirected to what is meant for me. And once again, I can remind myself, I don't want a plastic plant relationship. My OG followers know that reference where the plastic plant relationship doesn't have capacity to grow. 
I don't want to be overly showing up and having to do all the emotional labor and I'm the one putting in the energy. I don't want a plastic plant relationship. And if someone can't communicate with me, if they can't show up and say, hey, this isn't working, I don't want to see you anymore, right? If they don't even have capacity to do that, then they don't have capacity for a healthy long-term relationship. So you can say no more plastic plants. I don't want that kind of relationship. And now I know that that's what the relationship is. So that's your three-step process. I hope this is really helpful for those of you who are struggling with ghosting or you have in the past, you might have to do this process a few times. Just to review, step number one is where you would notice the feelings without judgment. You are self-soothing, you're validating your experience, and then you're getting curious and you're saying, what's the story I'm telling myself about the ghosting? In step number two, then we're going to rewrite the narrative, looking at reality, looking at the actual data, looking at the truth, right? And then for step number three, we're going to remember the affirmation that rejection is redirection, that I have no control over how other people show up in my dating life. And that I am going to trust that I am deserving of someone who can put reciprocal effort into a relationship. I hope that guide was really helpful for you. If you're going through ghosting or you've ever been ghosted and now you also have this, if it ever happens to you in the future, I hope not, but I hope that really gets you through it. If it's something that you need. And I want to also, once again, I said, I had two things I want to talk about. I want to talk to you about this concept called cobwebbing. And yes, it's Halloween tomorrow. So, you know, we got to talk about cobwebbing. What it is, is this idea that so many of us have cobwebs in our dating lives. And the cobwebs represent all of our old past relationships, our feelings about our exes, things that we're hanging on to, could be physical things. Maybe it's old pictures or even a piece of clothing from your ex, or maybe you have a box of their things in your garage, or maybe it's just that emotional energy leak that you find yourself giving to your ex, even if it's unintentional. But we have these past relationships taking up space in our dating lives. They're creating these cobwebs and they're blocking the relationship that we want. When we, when we have not cleared out the cobwebs, it can be really challenging for us to have a blank slate so that we can go into a new relationship and not bring our unfinished business from our past relationship. So when we're cobwebbing, that means that we're bringing, we're holding on to things from our past and we're letting our past sabotage our future. I was talking with the women inside of the Empowered Secure Love program. I was on one of our group calls and I was really going off about energy leaks. And I went into all these details about, hey, you know, if you have someone who, even if 
like logically you think the relationship is over, but there's some small emotional piece that, holy cow, you know, every once in a while they'll message me or I look to see if they watch my Instagram stories or some sort of unfinished business with someone. That is an energy leak. And even unconsciously, that is taking up space and taking away from your ability to be fully present and fully emotionally available in your dating life. We talk so much about other people being emotionally available for us because it's true. We want people who are attuned, who want a relationship, who want to show up and put in the effort. We need that. And we have to hold ourselves accountable to the same standard. And I am telling you, if you have a lot of cobwebs from those past relationships, maybe even past marriages, past really long-term relationships, if you haven't cleared that out, your dating life will will struggle. And it's going to feel really emotionally challenging for you to date because you're bringing all of that that past relationship, emotional pain and unresolved conflict, et cetera. You're bringing all of that along with you into your dating life. So I want to encourage you this Halloween, we're dealing with the scary things. We talked about ghosting. Now we're talking about clearing out the cobwebs. And one of the very first things that you can do that's really powerful is simply acknowledging that they exist. Acknowledge that they're there. Be very honest with yourself. Take an inventory. What are the relationships that are an energy drain in my life that are that are getting my attention? What's the unresolved dynamics that are kind of lingering there? I want you to just make a list. Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast, this is my gentle challenge to you. Go make a list. What are some of the unresolved connections that you know you need to set a firm boundary with. I can tell you when I was doing this work myself, because I practice what I preach, at one point I just was like, okay, I need to do all the work. And I myself went through all the things that are inside of the Empowered Secure Love program. And one of the things inside the program is this relationship inventory exercise where you're looking at all your past relationships And what I had realized was, whoa, I have a lot of unresolved relationship dynamics, people that will occasionally text me, people that pop in, people that send me a heart on my Instagram story. I have all of this sort of murky, gray, energy leak, you know, dynamics that is happening in my love life. And I kid you not, I had to write a list And I had to send text messages to people explaining I was no longer available for the just pop in, pop out situationship. I'm just going to say you look hot when it feels like I can, you know, like that energy of I'm going to pop in, pop out of your life and you never know when it's going to happen. And it's super unpredictable. I had to send out messages and say, I'm no longer available for this. There was people I blocked uh, based on their responses to that. There, there was a huge clearing out of the cobwebs. 
And this is powerful. It's powerful for a lot of reasons. It gives you peace. It gives you a sense of, okay, I can control who is coming into this sacred relationship space in my life, right? And then it also gives you your energy back of, wow, I am going to intentionally invest my energy. I'm an intentional investor of my energy into the relationships that I know can give back to me. I'm not here for this, ooh, when it's convenient or when I feel like it kind of nonsense, right? So this is about having boundaries, releasing the past, making space in your life for the relationship that you desire. And I talk about this a lot in my book as well. Those of you that have read Love Magnet, the book, you know I talk about the couch, getting that old paisley couch out of your life so that you can bring in the couch that you want because so many people kind of treat their love lives as if they're trying to bring in this brand new couch that they want and just put it on top of the old couch, AKA your old relationships. And guess what? It doesn't work very well. We have to clear the space first. Okay. So no more cobwebs. I want you to make a commitment. Remember I said the first step, go make an inventory. What are the relationships that you need to address? And then the next step is just getting curious of what does it look like for me to set boundaries and really intentionally clear out these relationships. This has been such a fun episode. I adore this community. I hope you know I am just so thrilled to be doing what I'm doing. I love hearing from you guys. Please send me some messages on Instagram. I love getting DMs from you. My my Instagram is at Dr. Morgan Coaching. Um, and then in case you didn't know, I want to make sure you know about this. We do have a public Facebook group. So if you're someone who listens to the podcast and you want support in your dating life, we have a women-only public Facebook group. It's called Successful Women, Great Relationships. And I can put the link to that in the show notes, or you can just search Successful Women, Great Relationships, and you'll be able to find that Facebook group. We'd love to welcome you in there. You can ask questions, post comments. It's a wonderful, supportive community filled with women who are also working on becoming securely attached. All right, y'all. I hope that you have a really safe and enjoyable Halloween. I've got some really juicy, juicy things coming for you in November. Uh, I am so beyond excited to share. So stay tuned. I'm probably going to announce some of it next week, but some really juicy things coming your way for this community. And I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And of course, as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Until next time. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram 
Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.